0: the Exposing Pseudo-Astronomy Podcast, a podcast about astronomy misconceptions, mistakes, half-truths, and conspiracies. My name is Stuart Robbins, and this is Episode 1 for the first half of August 2011. The main topic of today's episode is going to be about the misconception of the dark side of the moon. But first, I want to introduce you to this podcast and get all of that introductory material out of the way that will likely never ever be brought up again. The purpose of this podcast is to address many things, including bad astronomy reporting in the media, reactions of astronomy news by fringe groups such as those advocated by Richard Hoagland. Talk about examples of pseudo astronomy, such as UFOs and astrology, and bring out examples of how astronomy is used incorrectly, such as by young Earth creationists. I also plan on discussing conspiracies related to astronomy, such as the Apollo moon hoax, the flat Earth, as well as Planet X and 2012. The real goal of this podcast, and going through all of the bad astronomy and astronomy that's out there, is to use it as something of a teaching tool, since you can often learn more by what you or someone else does wrong than by just memorizing facts and figures. I can't, however, call this podcast Bad Astronomy because that name has already been taken. Also in this introduction, I thought I would introduce you to your host, the sound mixer, editor, story editor best grip, electrician, and computer tech, me. My name is Stuart Robbins, and I'm a professional astronomer. I work both at the University of Colorado at Boulder, where I received my PhD just a few months ago, as well as the Southwest Research Institute, also located in Boulder, Colorado. My work focuses on studying craters on both Mars and the Moon, and my work on the Moon actually is run through the citizen science project known as MoonZoo. I decided to start this podcast because I wanted to reach a different audience than I'd been reaching with my blog, and I received a lot of encouragement from people when I asked whether or not I should try to start a podcast about topics that I usually write about in my blog. So this podcast is going to focus on probably several issues that I've already talked about in my blog, including, for example, today with the dark side of the moon idea, but I'm also going to address topics somewhat differently in this podcast because obviously print media is different from audio media. The general format for this podcast is that I plan on doing bi-monthly shows. So you're going to get one around the first of the month and one around the 15th of the month. It's not going to be every Monday, it's not going to be every Wednesday, it's not going to be every other Monday or every other Wednesday. It's going to be bi-monthly, at least for the moment. I may expand that later on as time permits, But for the moment, it's going to be bi-monthly. The format is going to be about a 10 to 20 minute episode. Some claims are going to take multiple episodes due to their complexity, such as going through the entire Apollo moon hoax stuff. Uh, But each episode in itself is probably going to be about 10 to 20 minutes long. The format for the moment is that it's just going to be the topic at hand and then a relatively short puzzler at the end. If people send me feedback, questions, corrections, or other comments, then I'll probably add that as a segment as well. For each topic, I'm going to first give a background about the subject, such as this week on How the Moon Orbits Earth, and then get into the claims with specific audio clips if I can find relevant ones, and then address why they are wrong within the context of what we know about the science of the subject. So now that we've gone through the introduction and you know a little bit about this podcast and what to expect, and a little bit about me, I can go into the main topic for the week, which is the dark side of the moon. The basic claim is that there's one side of the moon that's always dark, and one that's always bright, and that the dark side is the one that faces away from us. What's really the case is that instead of a permanent dark side, It's a permanent far side, and that the Moon experiences day and night, just like we do on Earth. The background information is that Earth orbits the Sun in one year, or about every 365 and a quarter days. As Earth orbits the Sun, it also spins on its axis, once per day, or about once every 24 hours. The side facing the Sun is in daylight while the side facing away is in the shadow of Earth, which we call night. Just as Earth orbits the Sun, the Moon orbits Earth. But as it orbits Earth, it's still orbiting the Sun and still spinning on its axis. The key to understanding the Moon's orbit is that the Moon is in a situation known as tidal locking, or we say that the Moon is tidally locked. What this means is that its orbital period, its year, is the same length of time as its rotation, its day. So while the moon is slowly orbiting around Earth over the course of one Earth month, it's also spinning on its axis just fast enough to compensate, such that the same face is always towards Earth. That's why we never see the far side. But we do see the moon go through periods of brightness and darkness, which we call phases. So while it moves around Earth and spins on its axis, a different side of it will always be presented towards the sun. The sunlit side experiences day, just as the sunlit side of Earth does, while the side of the moon that's in its own shadow experiences night, just like the shadowed side of Earth. When it's a new moon, the entire side that faces us is experiencing night. When we see a full moon, the entire side that faces us is experiencing day. A bit of trivia is that the dividing line between night and day is called the terminator. When you stop to think about it, the very fact that we can see the moon go through phases should be enough to tell you that there is no permanent dark side of the moon. It's rather a temporary nighttime situation, just like on Earth. I've actually posted a movie that illustrates this in the write-up for this episode on the podcast's website, which is podcast.sjrdesign.net. In this topic I also want to go into a bit of a tangent to address the idea that we only see about 50 percent of the Moon's surface from Earth. We actually see about 60 percent. This is because the Moon wobbles in its orbit has different speeds in its orbit, and we can see it from different vantage points on Earth's surface. For the last point, the different vantage points, imagine that we're looking at the full moon just as it's rising in the east after sunset. If you actually want to do this, go out and take a photo. Come back about six hours later, around midnight, when the moon is at its highest point in the sky. Take another photo. If you do this and compare the two, You'll see that there are slight differences to what you can observe because of the vantage point from Earth. It's like if you look at a tabletop while standing, then kneel down and look at the tabletop again. Your vantage point is changed and you're going to see slightly different parts of it, especially around the edge. As far as the different speeds go, this is because the Moon orbits Earth on an ellipse moving between about 363,000 and 406,000 kilometers from Earth. Kepler was able to figure out about 400 years ago that if an object is on an elliptical orbit, it will move faster when it's closer to one of the foci, and it will move more slowly when it's farther away. This is why comets spend very little time close to the Sun rather they spend most of their time in the far reaches of the solar system. Getting back to the moon, this means that the moon is going to move faster when it's closer to Earth, and it's going to move slower when it's farther away, but it has the same rotation rate during this time, so we'll be able to see different parts due to the different speed but steady rotation rate. I've posted a link to a NASA simulation that illustrates this in a write-up for this episode on the podcast website, podcast.sjrdesign.net. What it shows is that with all these effects combined, we can see about 60% of the Moon's surface from Earth over a given lunar month. And so going back to the original misconception that there is a dark side to the Moon, There actually isn't a dark side of the moon, or there is, just like there's a dark side to Earth. There is no permanent dark side to the moon, rather simply a far side. But even that is a bit of a misnomer because we can actually see about 60% of the moon's surface from Earth. The final segment to this podcast is The Puzzler. My plan is to go over the solution to these in the following episode, but since this is the first episode of my podcast and something of a pilot and not really being released on iTunes yet, I'm not really sure what the response is going to be, and so it may not be the next episode that I go over the solution, but rather I may go over it in episode 3. For this week, The Puzzler is about the moon's phases, because that's sort of the topic of this episode. Imagine that the moon were a perfect white cube instead of the sphere that it is. This cube still orbits around Earth just the way that our spherical moon does today, meaning that it's tidally locked. It's always going to show roughly the same face to Earth. In fact, for this puzzler, assume that we can only see one face from Earth. Would the cuboidal moon show different phases as seen from Earth, and if so, what would they be? I actually asked this question as a final to a class that I taught last year. Uh, we'll see how well people do compared to my students. Try to figure out the solution and email it to puzzler p-u-z-z-l-e-r at sjr and I'll discuss it on a future episode. That wraps up this first edition Of the Exposing Pseudo Astronomy podcast. Thank you for listening, and I hope that you enjoyed it and learned a little at the same time. For more information about this podcast, please visit the website at podcast.sjrdesign.net. And if you have any feedback, please use the feedback form on the website or send an email directly to podcast at sjrdesign.net. I read every email and appreciate the feedback, although I may not be able to respond to everyone. If you have suggestions for topics, please feel free to make them. If you like this podcast, please write a review and rate it on iTunes. And now for a disclaimer. Since this is the first episode, it's not actually on iTunes yet, so please don't try to find it on there yet. Thank you for listening, and I hope that you'll be back in about two weeks.